The risk of trading futures and options can be substantial. All information, publications, and material used and distributed by Advanced Trading Incorporated shall be construed as solicitation. ATI does not maintain an independent research department as defined in CFTC Regulation 1.71. Information obtained from third-party sources is believed to be reliable, but its accuracy is not guaranteed by Advanced Trading Incorporated. Past performance is not necessarily indicative of future results. Good morning. Two days left in the year, and I got the two of my favorite guys to talk about it. Before we get into the show, I have to thank you, the the viewer, the listener. We started this project a few months ago. Uh, we practiced for a month, and then we've been going live for a month. But I need to ask you a favor. I need your help. We're four subscribers away from 3,500. Look at that. Look at that good-looking guy in there. 3,500 plus. I'll tell you something. Just a month ago, just a month ago, we had 3,000 subscribers. So we know you want this, and we're bringing it to you live at 9. This is free. It'll always be free. You don't have to pay. Tell a friend and click like and subscribe. Hit that notifications button, and uh, let's get this party started. Speaking of let's get this party started, I got two party animals joining the show today. Connor B. from Illinois and Brady Huck from Dodge City, Kansas. Boys, we're going to talk about what this year was like, some things that happened. Let's I know you guys it. did some research overnight. Uh, I was out with the family, so I could say I contributed nothing to these power slides, but I'll bring Brett plenty of color. And I'm going to ask you guys a lot of questions because I like to do that. We may go long today, and that's fine. Uh, of course, uh, there's one slide that's really good. It's a little hard to see. So if anyone needs to see that, email us or call us, and we'll get in the show. Who wants to start off? Any volunteers? Let's this like school. You're all sitting in the I'll, back. No I'll one wants kick to it off. Okay, right, I'll I'm kick it off. You guys, here. you guys add color as we go because the Brady pulled this slide up. And number one, I had a lot of fun looking back on 23, just uh, looking at where the market was and uh, what all we did. One thing that isn't fun here we have is what were our winners and losers in the commodity world, and our world, right? Corn, beans, wheat were in the loser commodity, uh, loser red slide over there which isn't as much fun, but some big winners, Tommy Brady, orange juice, cocoa, lumber, and Brady in your world, feeder cattle still a a winner. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Feeder cattle still up 20% versus last year, year ago prices, but hard to believe they are still on the green side for the year. Right. Brady, let me ask you a question. Would you, if someone called you from the press or media, would you say feeder, the cattle market still in a bull market? I think so. I don't. I don't know that it's completely rolled over yet. But yeah, it's twenty like percent up. Car accident. It's fixable. We just got to get the front left corner panel fixed, and we could be on our way down the road. We got a. You got a log jam of of up front with the fat side of things, and we got to work through that inventory before we give funds a reason to buy. Funds have to have a reason to come back to these markets. They go up. They go down. Um, funds come in. They come out. Um, and funds need a reason to come by. I, I think green grass and grilling season helps that on the cattle side of things. Um, but we got a front end log jam with fat cattle right now. Yeah, there was nice weather, big gain. We are starting to get some sloppy weather. It's raining here today in Valparaiso, Indiana. Same. Grass is still green like it's spring. If you drove by my house, you'd be like, what, did you just put fertilizer down? Everyone's lawns are green. This is uh, interesting, but it's going to be yeah. uh, talk to some clients and I. We're starting to get sloppy conditions. Would you agree? Yeah, and that weather, you know, the blizzard in Nebraska and South Dakota, that's going to impact gains. And we posted record high gains on live cattle last week, um, but they seasonally they peak and 
hopefully we're on the back end of that now. But, yeah. Mm. yeah. Here in Illinois, it's, it's not very much. Go, Connor. <laughs> it's not very much. It was close to 60. I think Christmas Eve, it got close to 70 degrees. I wore a t-shirt. So you lucky uh, sloppy, sloppy here as well. Same thing like you, Tommy. Green, green grass. So here we go. Kicking it off. One thing I did want to mention, if we could backtrack producer Joe, is just looking at this. Nat gas down 45% on the year. That is the big loser. And in our world, I think we're okay with Nat gas being being down if we're just looking at that. I uh, hear Nat gas lower, Connor. I think lower fertilizer prices. And that is right. reflective. I, I did see a chart of that this morning. So fertilizer prices are right into that level. If you go back and look at 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, they're coming right in line with that, except for those higher years we had. That would be uh, uh, 22, 21 were high. So we're coming back that 19, 20 uh, time frame. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. So kicking it on, I think we might break down corn, soybeans, wheat later. Other thing we have, the U.S. dollar, kind of a developing story recently, but it's been a wild ride on the dollar index, right? July is where we close to bottomed out there. Then we had a nice rally going into SEP AUK, and now we're back down. What's that say there, Brady? 100, right at, right at that 100, 100, 101 mark, right? Right as of, yeah recently there if you looked at that dollar chart you would think commodities were trending up and that is not the case commodities are definitely trending lower they are starting to find a little bottom down here maybe gold was the big benefiter of this maybe bitcoin if you ask for a shocker of 2023 i'd put uh, bitcoin on the bingo card yeah absolutely coming stock market just roaring continuing to roar i listened to our friend kenny who does that great uh morning video everyone should check it out kenny polkary and he yeah. said, who the heck is going to sell their stocks in the last few days of the year and, and take that profit? So the st- stocks are taxed a little different than other investments. And uh, Kenny polkerry has got a great morning video out there that uh, we love. a great point, Tommy. Yeah, about yeah. selling, those cap- dealing with those capital gains. Here, This is a, a good graphic um, from on Bloomberg chart that breaks down that dollar, U.S. dollar index, a little deeper. And looks, you know, the dollar index is a basket of, I think, 14 currencies, and it's really heavily weighted on the euro. But looking at, you know, the Mexican peso versus the U.S. dollar, and, you know, the Mexican peso is 14% up on the U.S. dollar, and that really makes corn competitive into Mexico. Um, so breaking it down a little bit deeper beyond that surface level of what's the dollar index doing as a basket, but what versus Brazil, Mexico, Japan, um, you know, China down 3.2% versus U.S. dollar and Brazil up 8.6. That's got to impact the corn trade and and the value of U.S. corn versus uh, Brazil corn. Mexico, just a huge buyer of corn this year. Uh, great, great client. And uh, let's hope, hopefully we get that rail situation fixed. We have problems on the border. And uh, I know tomorrow we're going to talk about the things we do know will happen in 2024. Before we continue right. the show, of course, if anyone's out there wants to ask us a question, like subscribe to the YouTube channel, you have to subscribe to ask a question. We have some friends from LinkedIn watching. Uh, go ahead and ask us a question. If we can't answer it on air, we'll definitely uh, get a hold of you off the air and take care of that. So that's one of the things that's nice about doing a live show. I mean, how many times have I sat, guys, and watched the CNBC said, I, I wish I could ask Becky Quick or Joe Kernan a question <laughs> or Rick Santelli. Now, in the old days, Rick Santelli, this is fun. We used to watch him, and then I'd literally run down the floor and go ask him a question, and he is just that <laughs> nice of a guy. I can still text Rick Santelli to this day and ask him a question. We want to have that type of relationship <clears throat> with you all where you could ask a question. We may not know the answer, but lucky for us, we work with a bunch of really smart people, and uh, we can get that figured out. Continue on. What other uh, tidbits do we have? Connor, you, know you want 
yeah, let's do this. Is a great moisture graph. Let's jump into a corn soybean chart and look at that, and then we can jump into you know the uh, precipitation how we got there. If that's all right with you guys, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. So D's twenty three corn, right? Let's expand. What was it down twenty nine, close to thirty percent on the year? How did we get there, guys? What was the story throughout the year? And the main one, if we just go through this as a calendar year, Brady mentioned it. We got, if you look at February, we got crop insurance priced. And from February on, we had that steady slide downward, right? They, the had, February report was bearish, right, Brady? We had that Outlook meeting at the end of February, and, and they came in and printed a 181, just an astronomical yield yeah. that nobody believed on corn. And it, yeah. But it, the, the market reacted. Line. Yeah, right. sunk and the we, market. And we had those. that slide down, and then boom, weather market or lack thereof. Let's go back to corn Can real quick. Can we go back to corn real there. quick? I want to add yep. a little color on this. So we had that big zip up in May, June. That was crazy. Uh, summer intern here, Marcus, it was wild. So this young man came to my house. He's going to help me with all this stuff. He did nothing but sit back in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, back, and uh, um, him and Joe were on the back porch. It was, by far, June was one of the craziest uh, months ever in my brokerage career. But here's where things got messed up for the farmer. And this is why I could see where they got messed up. When we sold off hard, you know, it was comfortable to say, yeah, that sold off too much. But then we rallied and that gave them that breath of fresh air. Like, yep, we're back. We're coming back. When we get to five seventy five, dollars uh, $6, I'm going to sell. We just stopped on a dime and we, we're still trending down. As Dennis Gartman would say, we're going from the top left to the bottom right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we're done going down. And that's very scary. Absolutely. Look at this market. And you know what's fun thing that it's not fun, but something that I look at is when we look at the biggest catalyst, right? Weather absolutely caught caught that higher. Then we caught some rains and we dropped lower. But you know what the biggest one, in my opinion, was is when we look at what the USDA and what farmers planted was the biggest swing. And so we go back to that June 30th acreage report, right? Average trade estimate going into that. We thought maybe we were going to see on the high end 92 million acres of corn. 87 million acres of beans, right? A very common uh, acreage shift. None. And what did we do? The most expensive crop we've ever put in the ground. And we planted a record amount of corn acres for the past 20 years, I believe. 94 million acres of corn, 83 million acres of soybeans. It changed the balance sheet like that incredibly quick. Yeah. And, you know, if you're beating yourself up for not uh, catching or not looking at remember look at the trade i love looking at the trade estimates of where they thought we were going to be they were in nowhere in the realm of how little soybean acres we were going to plant so that was talk about a story and what what really changed the dynamic was this acreage shift we saw on june 30th one thing about economics and markets is when you keep a market high enough for long enough you are asking the world to plant it you are asking the world to produce corn, wheat, and beans. You're asking the world to mine extra gold when it's at 21, 2200. The, 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 the rules of economics is to, in commodities, is to produce as much of a commodity as you can, as efficiently as you can. And congratulations to the American farmer. You've become extremely efficient with what you do and how you manage it. But in the end, it caught up to us. And this was the year, if I remember anything about 2023, it was the year the markets realize we have enough commodities. Now you have your outliers, like your orange juice and stuff. I had a, someone called to do an orange juice. I said, no, thanks. Do it on your Schwab account. I don't want your orange juice trade. We are corn, wheat, beans, cattle brokers. We yeah. do some other things and we do it well. 
all these other things on the outside of that chart that went up and down big, that's not, you know, overall corn rules the world. So my clients up in North Dakota, when they grow barley or anything else or uh, anything for different products, it's all based off of where corn is. And if corn goes up, then it, it starts to play off of other acres. Yep. And the American farmer loves to plant corn. They love to harvest corn. Your little kids love to harvest corn, Connor, that you're grooming these kids to grow <laughs> corn and love corn. Now, if you could teach them to sell it, uh, that would be uh, the end of the year trick right there. There we go. What else do we have, La- fellas? Last one. You you hit the nail on the head, Tommy, when you talked about efficiency. And let's look at the past and I believe current rainfall. A lot going on here. We're going to have to have Brady walk us through it. But when you talk about efficiency and on yields, if we can look at rainfall, this is in Ames, Iowa, right, Brady? Yeah, Ames, Iowa. Yep, a great graph from Nutrien. They put out some good information and lovely charts but yeah looking at yearly rainfall from january to current and seven inches below their their annual or their annual average um but just enough rain um to make a crop and 80 percent of normal and you can see kind of those blue spikes as we progress on the right side of that graph those are rainfall events that came kind of just in time to milk this crop through the year Um, yeah that's a great way to say it the rains came just in time and just enough right 80 percent of rainfall and we can see decent yields and enough to fill the pipeline. So, yeah, so I guess my question, I'll throw it back to you guys or throw it back to the farmer, to the 20 some people watching us is what, what pickle would we be in if the state of Iowa had adequate rains? Because oh nobody does it better than Iowa and Illinois. And where we are at our office in Bentendorf, uh, Iowa, Ryan Fogel has an office there. And then Dave, Dave Lechtenberg just opened an office in Ames. Uh, I was I spent a lot of time in Bentendorf this summer and it was hot. It was dry. I walked uh cornfields with clients and I'm like, this I wonder why you didn't sell it. But when I went back at harvest with those same clients, they just shook their head and they said, I don't know where it came from. I said, Well, you bought the best seed, right? And you put the best fertilizer on it and you have the best equipment and you you had the uh, right right pressure on the planter. I mean, you go through all these steps to do it, and then yet again we get wamboozled that we're good at farming. So if I could give the American farmer or any farmer watching to our friends down South in 2024, let's pretend we're awesome at what we do. We're going to grow our APH. And if we don't, we'll have to pivot quickly and make some changes. But if you market from the standpoint that you're awesome, be a little cocky and say, I'm, I'm, I'm a damn good farmer. Let's go. And if you market like that, you'll do better. I promise you. Yeah. Great point. Great way to say it. And great segue into our show tomorrow. Hopefully we're going to talk. We're going to get our crystal balls out and look what we can be looking forward to in 2024. Everyone, thank you for watching. We just hit 3,500. We couldn't have done it without you. Spread the word. We'll be live at nine. Two of the best there, Connor and Brady. Ask us about our premium content. We can get that to you. With that, uh, congratulations to us, I guess. Uh, We will be live at nine free every day, educating the farmer. Have a good day. Thanks for joining us. We're here every day, 9 a.m. Central. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.